We're starting our beginning now. How are we going to fix it? Good evening, everybody. It is Monday and it is 7 p.m. And here we are in Newport Ritchie at the WeBeam TV studio. And this is our 23rd episode. It's going to be a great episode tonight. My co-hostess, Miss Nada Cerrito. What's happening? Uh, my guest, Dr. Spiegel, who you're going to hear from in just a few minutes. It's going to be a great episode. Another great 62 Who Knew guest that can make, that can make the quality of life um, much better. Uh, I'm going to say a quick thank you, as I always do, to uh, our guest from last week. And uh, oh, we had no guest from last week. Thank, <laughs> thank you for being there. Would you thank, thank you. me? Thank you for oh, being thank there. You. It was a pleasure for being here. Um, and I'm going to do a quick synopsis for our new viewers because our audience gets bigger and bigger every week. 62 Who Knew is all about the fact that longer lifespans, um, something that is a blessing, but it is most certainly a mixed blessing. Uh, longer lifespans for the, for the generation that I'm in, the baby boomers, of which 10,000 of us a day are turning 62 years old for the next 19 years. 10,000 people a day turning 62 years old for the next 19 years. And everyone approaching retirement for the last three or four generations, our fathers, our grandfathers, their fathers, they all had the same questions as they approached retirement. Did I save enough? Should I take Social Security? Should I defer my Social Security? Should I have bought uh, long-term care insurance? Do I want Medicare supplement policy? Do I want uh, Medicare Part B? The, the questions never stop, and they're always the same. But they're a little different for our generation today because our generation has the benefit and that's one of the things Dr. Spiegel is going to talk about tonight, of so many incredible medical and scientific breakthroughs the last couple of decades that we're all living well into our 90s, or at least a great majority of us are living all into our 90s. So who knew at 62 years old you still had half the time? You've been here for 60 years? Guess what? If you take care of yourself, you're probably going to be here for another 30 years. And that's what 62 Who Knew is about. Every week we try and bring you a guest, whether it's financial or health-wise, um, to make sure that if you're going to be here for another 30 years, you better damn well have quality of life. And before I hand this over to the doctor, I want to make one more announcement. Then I'm going to do a brief biography of you because your background is kind of vast. We've got a lot of things to talk about. And the hour goes quick, doesn't it? It does. I mean, really, it and really truly, does. it does. 
Let me just give you, uh, I want to make one big, huge announcement, and then I want to give the background on, Ms. on Dr. Alan Spiegel. We've announced some great things on this show. We really have. But today's it. Today we're over the top. We have our own mugs. Is there anywhere we can like, <laughs> zoom in? Look, Nada, hold up. We have 62 Who Knew mugs. Cheers. Tw cheers. 23 weeks it took me to save up for these. Um, I bought two of them. No, I actually bought eight of them. I brought, I brought John one. We have our own mugs. There's no doubt. Next step is major network TV. It was the mug. That was the missing ingredient. But on to tonight's guest. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Alan Siegel. Uh, he is a renowned neurologist and nerve pain specialist, and again, one of the leading experts in the nation on hyperbaric oxygen therapy. Dr. Siegel received his bachelor's degree from the University of Vermont and his doctor of medicine from the University of the East in Manila. Uh, while there, he studied both Western and Eastern medicines. He has also provided health care to disadvantaged patients in the surrounding area. Since 1984, Dr. Spiegel has successfully prescribed hyperbaric oxygen therapy, HBOT, for numerous pain-related conditions. He's a pioneer in his field and very innovative um, in these treatments to ease pain for I would have to say thousands of people, um, and especially U.S. military. Uh, I'm going to turn, there's so much more, and you know I don't like to read stuff, but I, I have to, I can't memorize this stuff. Um, welcome. Thank you for being oh, here. Thank and you And we're going to talk me. about something special that you did for me we, uh, right at the end of the show. Okay. Um, but uh, go ahead. Nader, I know we have some mm -hmm. questions. But my first question, and then you'll take over with the question, is, how, how? What happened in 1984? You're already a successful neurologist, and suddenly there's a, a hyper... You know, what made you do this? Oxygen therapy. Back around that time, actually around uh, three years earlier, my mother had had a stroke. And uh, as a neurologist, we know that, uh, at least we tell our patients, that however you are, uh, six months after the stroke, unfortunately, that's the way you're going to wind up being for the rest of your life. And my mother had a stroke, could not move the left arm and leg, had difficulty with speech. And uh, she had gone through the routine physical therapy, occupational therapy, chiropractic therapy. You name the therapy, she actually did it. Right. And she got to better to a certain point, but then she could not progress beyond that. And then she said to me, there's got to be something out there that, I'm not, that I have not provided her. And I said, went on the Internet, and of course, everything that I had provided her with was the routine therapies. And then I got shut off on a tangent somewhere on the internet and it, someone was discussing hyperbaric therapy. And I said, I called up one of these facilities. I said, look, I'm a neurologist, you can't fool me. I know it can't work for right. this. And he said, no, come on down, I'll show you it does work. And uh, make a long story short, he brought me down to his facility, he was treating two patients who, for the first visit, who could not move the left arm and leg at all, came in on a stretcher. I saw him for the first visit, the 20th visit, and the 40th visit. To make a long story short, after the 40th visit, they walked out without a cane. Wow. Okay. That kind of blew me away because that was totally and diametrically opposed to what I have learned in medical school. How far apart are the visits? Oh, it's, it's five days a week for 40 treatments. So oh. you're talking eight weeks in that regard. Oh, okay. Each treatment being roughly an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes per, per session. But uh, at least for stroke, that is, uh, depending on the disorder, it could be, the time can vary. But these patients, the, the, when, I, when I saw what happened to my own mother, I said, hold, hold it now. I've been treating patients for so many years. 
and have not offered it to my, I, I had not offered hyperbaric as an alternative to my patients, and I felt an obligation to bring it to them as well. And that's what got me into the field of, of, of doing hyperbaric, learning what it can do. It's an exciting field, very much so. It's kind of amazing, isn't it? We've had so many other guests, and, and how many times it starts with our experts, mom and dad, uh, two of our national long-term care gurus, uh, Mr. Peter Gelbox and Mr. Mark Goldberg, both got into national long-term care and are you know, just uh, legendary in that national field, but it started with taking care of their parents. It's, it's just really is amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. Is mom still with us? No, she passed on a few years back. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. But she had quality of life after oh, that stroke. After that, it that gives me the chills. Yep. life. I know we have some questions. I want you, right. if you would, uh, Nada, you're going to take over for a little bit here, um, because there's a few things I do want to talk about at the end. Um, specifically, that trip to the Mid East that yeah. you took. That to me is incredible. Um, but Nada, well, you go ahead. How does it actually work? What does it do to the body? What is it? What is the big mystery here? Okay, uh, the big mystery is we 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 push a drug during hyperbaric oxygen therapy. It's called oxygen. Oxygen is something we kind of inhale and exhale every day. 21% of our environment that we inhale is oxygen. When you treat someone with hyperbaric oxygen, you're putting them on a stretcher enclosed in clear glass, breathing 100% oxygen, and you increase the pressure very slowly. So when you're breathing 100% oxygen under pressure, you increase the amount of oxygen saturates every part of the body, that's the, the skin, the muscles, the blood, the bone, uh, brain, all the tissues, anywhere from 10 to 15 times more oxygen saturating than any other part, than at any time when you're breathing, breathing just room air. Mm -hmm. That turns oxygen into a drug. Oxygen drug does several things. Number one, it causes new blood vessels to go into any part of the body that's not getting good blood perfusion. It reduces swelling and inflammation, it improves the immune system. It helps lay down the framework for healing. Also, which is very uh, topical nowadays, is it helps your body release eight times more than natural stem cells from your fat and, and bones, uh, bone marrow every single day. Each day we have a certain amount that's released from our mm -hmm. storage. This increases by eight times as much. On top of that, it's what the divers use when they get the bends. Right. So you've, you've heard that the diver comes up too quickly and he has what we call air emboli in, in the lungs. They put him into a hyperbaric chamber and they, they, the pressure shrinks those air bubbles so they can pass through the vessels and damage hopefully is not permanent and these people can, can improve. The whole theory behind, behind hyperbaric oxygen therapy started with the diving industry and the, and the history of hyperbaric therapy goes back to roughly 100 years ago. So we're not talking about a newfangled uh, uh, therapy. This is going on and being used very, very successfully for roughly the last 100 years. How did they do that back then? Before we, we're going to take a real quick, we didn't think oh. we were going to, but before we go to our next question, we're going to take a very quick commercial break, probably be our only one of the show. Thank you. At Dr. B Pediatric Dentistry, we understand the individuality of each child. And they also teach us how to take care of our teeth. And offer an exceptional and gentle dental care experience for all children. With our laser procedures, we are able to provide gentler treatments and faster healing time. Come meet Dr. B. A vitality freak. 
Call Dr. B's Pediatric Dentistry today. Hi, my name is Mike Banner, and in addition to being the host of the 62 Who Knew television show, I am also the president of Professional Mortgage Alliance, where our passion is helping seniors entering retirement purchase their dream retirement home without the obligation of a monthly principal and interest payment. Please call me at 727-224-3859 or visit my website at professionalmortgagealliance.com. My name is Lisa Marie Kennedy, your real estate expert here in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch Bradenton area. I've spent years developing myself, studying the industry so I can serve you and communicate with you the best way possible in your real estate transaction. My phone number is 941-807-2054 or please visit my website at lisamariekennedy.com. And we are back. Thank you so much. We didn't expect to take that break. We did, but it's going to be the only break we're taking uh, because we're getting such good comments on this topic already. And before I turn it back over to Nada for our second question, Nada, um, not Nader because she gets mad at me. Um, <laughs> it's Nader. It's like, I still think it's, it's Nader. It's Nader. It's N-A-I-D-E-R, right? No. No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think she spells it. Not only does she say it wrong. You're gonna she get spells smacked upside wrong. the head. On live TV. <laughs> On live TV. Well, well, our ratings will go. We'll get more views. <laughs> Yeah, we have a blooper reel. Uh, you know, I'm ashamed to say this, but until I met you, I thought this just was for deep divers, you know, that, that had problems coming up too fast. I didn't know that until I walked into your office five years ago what a science this was, but we're going to cover a lot, a lot more of that. I thought so just recently, too. I didn't realize that it was used for so many different conditions. Do you mind going on to tell us about what different types of conditions can be treated with it? The, the commonly used and FDA-approved treatments include non-healing wounds, non-healing diabetic wounds, uh, crush injuries, if someone's had a bad injury and crushing a limb. Um, bone have, what do you mean? What does it do for crushing a limb? I'm confused. Well, when you have a, when you have a limb that's crushed and you, re, uh, and you start uh, giving back circulation, 
then there's a lot of breakdown in the tissue that was not that was not uh, uh, given nutrition for a period of time, and there's leakage of the of the in, of the uh, products from the from the cells from the tissue, mm -hmm. and this enhances. Uh, new circulation to the area reduces swelling inflammation which is causing back pressure and causing lack of blood perfusion to the limb. So they actually could get enhanced use from oh, that yes. crop? Oh, that's, in that's incredible. Definitely. Yeah, that's incredible. So I take it they use it like, I know I've seen like on Grey's Anatomy or something, they put people in after operations and oh. stuff? A actually they do do that, particularly the, the, the field uh, that uses it probably the most like that is our sports our sports fields. Really? The 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 hockey players, baseball players, uh, 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 those those teams they have very expensive players, and they have yeah. to get them back to work and back in uh, on the field as fast as possible. Absolutely. So if they get injured, such as a concussion or a shoulder injury, knee injury, etc., and they either prior to surgery. They'll try the hyperbaric therapy or even after surgery, it'll help it heal that much faster. Uh, an example, not quite in the, in the field of athletics, but in, in Hollywood and a lot of our, uh, you know, special people in Hollywood, the actors and actresses, right. they, after they have their plastic surgery, a lot of the plastic surgeons there have hyperbaric chambers as well. So it helps them heal faster. Oh wow! That's why they're that's why they're incommunicado for such a short period of time. Then they're back, and you don't see all the swelling and the scarring. So like that because the oxygen therapy reduces the swelling, helps things helps uh, the body heal without the scarring. How much faster, like percentage-wise, is it, or does it just depend on the patient? Three times faster. Three times. Wow! That's amazing. That's awesome. I I had a I had a patient <laughs> of mine who was a ballroom dancer. And uh, uh, and uh, he needed foot surgery, and his podiatrist told him that he'd be off his foot for two months before he'd go back to ballroom dancing. And he came to my office right the day after surgery, retreated him, and he was back doing what he loves to do within three weeks. Wow. And his podiatrist couldn't understand how could he heal that fast? Some hyperbaric is wow. Wow, that is awesome. Well, I'm sorry, I interrupted you in the middle of your list. You were up to. Bone crushing. Bone crushing. Yeah. Um, obviously, carbon dioxide poisoning. Um, also, when people receive radiation therapy for cancer, okay, the radiation, while doing a good job in killing the cancer, also injures the healthy tissue before, in front and behind the area where the cancer was. The way in which radiation works is it reduces swelling, no I'm sorry, it reduces the blood supply to the cancer, but it's also reducing the blood supply to the healthy tissue before, in front and behind right. and on the sides. So what oxygen therapy does, it re-oxygenates re and gives better circulation to those tissues that were damaged from the radiation. We see this a lot with people who have head and neck cancer, so to speak. And uh, after, the, after it gets treated with either with surgery or with radiation, people want them needing some dental work done, teeth extractions. Well, if they do hyperbaric, the, the chances of them having other side effects, downside, from having the extractions goes down dramatically than if really? they did not, yes. We have patients who've had, like men, who've had uh, prostate cancer, and they get treated with radiation. Unfortunately, they can, many times, patients can have uh, some uh, 
ulceration in the area where the radiation was performed or into the bladder. So that will cause some bleeding, some poor healing. The area may never heal. Mm -hmm. Oxygen therapy frequently will reverse the, we call radiation cystitis, radiation proctitis. I even had patients who've had excruciating pain following radiation therapy uh, for prostate cancer that the pain was so excruciating and pain management couldn't treat the pain, narcotics didn't stop the pain, nerve blocks didn't stop the pain, 10 tubes hyperbaric therapy stopped it, never came back again. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a real, it's a fascinating field for nerve pain, neuralgic pain, outstandingly good. So car accidents, like my daughter got rear-ended twice and she's having those needles put into her neck, I don't know, the blocks I guess is what she's having, does that help? Can that help? It will help reduce the swelling inflammation in the area. <clears throat> I've treated lots of patients with uh, motor vehicle accidents, both with injuries such as you're saying, but also the head trauma, the, the, um, the concussion, post-concussion syndrome, post-traumatic uh, headaches that come after whiplash injury. Uh, we've seen people get the dizziness associated with the head trauma. This goes back to what I do non-traditionally with hyperbaric, mm -hmm. which is traumatic brain injury. I've treated many, many of our uh, returning uh, uh, military servicemen and women from Iraq and Afghanistan who uh, unfortunately were exposed to numerous IED you know, uh, blasts. And uh, there's a belief that when one is exposed to these IED blasts or the explosions, even though they may not be directly in, in, in front of the bomb, the, the shock waves does sound, does, I'm sorry, does send uh, emboli from the body into the head, brain, and cause little micro strokes, little teeny strokes. And that's why we, we see a lot of our military coming back with, with complaints of uh, brain fog, headache, uh, dizziness, confusion, unable to function uh, in their normal daily, everyday life. Uh, the VA has treated them with various medications such as uh, anti, um, uh, antidepressants, uh, uh, anti-anxiety medications, etc. And many times it does not work and if anything it makes these guys feel numb and dumb and they resort to using street drugs or, uh, or alcohol which does not work well if they want to try and get a job. So many times they don't work. I've treated numerous of these men and women, and not one has not uh, responded phenomenally well. We've had some that have gone back to college, gotten their, gotten their, their uh, master's degree, opened up businesses, where prior to that they were unable to function. That's amazing. Yeah. That is my, amazing. My, 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 my poster child, we call, was, was a... Uh, was a sheriff in Pasco County, we're in Pasco County now, there's a sheriff in Pasco County who in 2005 went to Fallujah which was uh, one, of the, one of our worst battles in Iraq and uh, being there after a few months an IED blast took out the front third of his brain. So oh my gosh. Half of uh, the, the frontal lobe and half of both temporal lobes were unfortunately blown away and obviously he survived. And he was under the VA's care for five solid years, unable to move the left arm or leg at all, able to speak a handful of words. Um, I mean, they did what they, what they were able to do to help him. You know, right. they sent him to California for some therapies and elsewhere, 
but he never got out of the wheelchair in five solid years, never was able to, to speak more than a handful of words, could not function on his own. Um, someone called me and they asked me if I would treat him, and I said, I'm more than happy to treat him. We do that, uh, just, uh, it, we do that uh, as a gift to them, mm-hmm. because we think That's they incredible. deserve, we, we, really, we, we, we believe they deserve, we, they deserve any care they can get. But I told them, his mother, I did not, I was not optimistic I was going to be able to help him. But within the first week, his speech improved by 80%. Oh, my gosh. By the, by That's the, wonderful. Yeah, by the end of... Give me the chills. The I know, of, me too. By the end of four to five weeks, he started moving the paralyzed left arm and leg. By the end of eight weeks, we got him standing. He was a big guy, like 6'6", six, six, uh, 250. Me and my, my tech and his mother were able to get him standing, not just holding him up. But at least on his feet. And by the end of his fourth month of treatment, he was a, he's actually walked out without a cane. 100 percent wow. strength was back, speech was back, doing uh, excellently. We have him wow. in Pasco County. Yeah, Pasco, he was. He was. Cast, still living in Pasco County. That's amazing. Yeah, he did great. What a, that's what wonderful. A, what an incredible yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. We should have really him on wonderful. the show with yeah. that. Yeah, he's absolutely yeah. have him just to thank him for everything. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, went through for his. He country. did excellent. So uh, we're you know so traumatic brain injury. I don't think we've had anybody who has not really improved well with any kind of head injury itself. Um, you know, we treat other things too. You know, you know, we now now we're de- delving into what we call non-traditional therapy with hyperbaric. And that's what the biggest secrets are in medicine. Okay, we've treated patients with, um, well, actually now it's on the cusp. Now after my treating these people for, for the last 12, 14 years, and now it's become on, on uh, being acceptable. Acute hearing loss and acute vision loss. Okay, if you lose vision in your eye and you get to us within 24 to 48 hours, there's a very good chance we can give back the vision wow. that's lost, okay? If it's over 24 hours, if it's, if it's over 48 hours, but under two weeks, we can, get, we can get some of it back. What is it doing to the eye? I have to ask, what part of the eye did you lose that oxygen is then, what, regenerating? Well, what's doing, what's happening is that uh, the acute visual loss, such as the, the, the name of the disease is central retinal artery occlusion. So I know there's a blood clot, a stroke, so to speak, went to the went to the went to the eye, and this gives more circulation to other to the eye as well as other parts, which will vessels will open up and at least give circulation to the area. Acute, a, acute hearing loss, same thing. If you have acute hearing loss, there's a good chance that we can bring that back. If it's within a few days. And if you wait longer, it'll take more treatments, but we can also improve on that. Right now, they're, they're the, the organization which oversees hyperbaric therapy for the country, called the Undersea and Hyperbaric Association, has approved that for those two diagnoses has been added for coverage. Sometimes insurance companies want to cover it, sometimes they don't. But how could you live without your vision or your hearing yeah. if something simple could bring it back that quickly? So it is covered by insurance at times? Many times that one is. Okay. How about other things like stroke and stuff like that? Unfortunately. Or are they still not frowning upon it? Right now, stroke is not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, and the open wounds for the open, open wounds, obviously the open wounds and non-healing wounds, diabetic wounds, their crush injuries are, all those are covered. Oh, really? I didn't know. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no,
it's a, a, a wound to the brain is almost like an ulcer to the brain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's just the same thing. You know, you would think if logically it should work on an extremity, why would you not expect it to work on another part of the body? And when we show it does work, they say, well, yeah, but I guess they don't want to, the expense of having to treat all these people in the country who've had oh. strokes, they don't want to go out, go out to cover those costs. One of these days we'll, we'll put a team of doctors mm -hmm. together just to have that conversation. We won't go there now. Mm -hmm. Is it the cost of treatment? Or is it the fact they make more money if the patients stay sicker longer and keep coming back for treatments that don't work? Uh, a terrible conversation that one day we will have on 62 Who Knew with a group mm -hmm. of doctors, maybe some insurance experts. Um, you know, I think that's the age-old question is, um, you know, just how much are the insurance companies looking out for us? True. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that anyone in the medical field would really try not to get so well, I don't better. think it's the medical field. Okay, I, think okay, it's okay, the, okay. I think it's the insurance industry. Okay. That's why I want to have a panel of doctors. Okay, exactly. I don't think yeah. the physicians. I think no, physicians never. Really, I think they would do whatever they can. Oh, get the I, don't, I don't think it's it. The insurance industry, that's another, that's another story. Yeah, one of these days we're going to have a show on why there's so many great things out there. We're learning about one today, yet it's not available. Right. Um, and it's available yeah, in so like many other some, parts of the world. We'd like um, to have some administrators from the insurance companies on the show. show yeah, they I know. Good yeah. luck with that, right? I want to ask one question before you go on to on the list. You know I've been in, because this is my doctor also, uh, you know I've been having some breathing problems the last couple of years. Never smoked in my life. Um, you know, but it's here. And I always have to clear my throat lately. I never thought about laying in the chamber. This can help? It can help. If you don't, if the, if if it's severe, we call it COPD or end-stage lung disease. It is I don't not. Have that. No, no, you're I not. Think obviously, I have restrictive, right? Something, right? You, you, you obviously, you're, obviously, you're very healthy. I'm sure you don't. Have the producer <laughs> just said in my ear, "You're going to die." <laughs> a positive man, Mr. Gaston yeah. is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, very. I mean, end-stage lung disease is. Yeah. It's contraindicated. Would not. Would not be recommended. Mm -hmm. But early, early, early lung disease, yes, because what you're doing is you're opening up some of the collapsed alveoli in the lungs and allowing to get better circulation in the area, clear out uh, some of the bacteria that's being stuck in there. So in that regard, it's good and it is helpful. Mm -hmm. I have helped some people with that. Mm -hmm. And I would have to think just generally it would just be healthy for me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not even not like a specific, mm -hmm. you know, because I may look like I'm the picture of health on TV, but I'm not. Um, no, I, I could see this. Right, I didn't mean to interrupt, but sometimes it's oh, just that. Oh, it's okay. Uh, yes, yes. How did you um, How did you get into the field of neurology? Uh, I guess an instructor was just very enlightening. It wow. just, just you know, we, you always find somebody who who uh, piques your interest in a particular area. And I had one in school, and he he piqued my interest in. Matter of fact, uh, a lot of people in my group in my group uh, became neurologists, and a, a larger than usual because he was one of these these dramatic, you know, larger just, than life guys. Or, yeah, exactly, bigger wanna, than life. Can you say his name? Or is, that, is he still with us? No, he's not still with oh, us. Oh damn! Okay, yeah. I keep but, asking this yeah, question, getting yeah, the yeah, yeah. But uh, that's great yeah, to yeah, have a person no. instructor like that. Yeah, but he, uh, I mean, he. He instilled the the, the <coughs> love of the disease, not love of not disease, <laughs> love love, of the, love of, the, of 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 treating uh, neurological problems. Mm -hmm. That's so, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Is there other countries that use this therapy? Uh, all over the world. As a matter of fact, in in many of the European countries, 
and even China. Uh, if you come into the emergency room with a stroke, the first thing they do is put you into hyperbaric chamber. Really? Wow. Yes. But not here. Not here. Not here. And but what's their success rate? I mean... It helps. It's been very helpful. In the United States, there's 15 covered diagnoses. In every other country in the world, there's 65 to 75 covered diagnoses. Now, you're, I'm going to have to ask your opinion yeah. on why that is. The FDA. FDA. Yeah. The FDA. Uh, <laughs> you know, many, many years ago, diabetic wounds were not a covered service. Mm-hmm. Non-healing wounds were a covered service. Mm-hmm. It took it took millions and millions and millions of dollars, and millions not millions but many thousands of journal articles to make the, to make the FDA says okay we're going to add non-healing diabetic wounds into into this into the category of being accepted. Mm-hmm. And I said just recently they added the uh, they added the loss of vision and the loss of hearing. And that's been, I mean, people in the field like me who treat people both conventionally and, and non-traditionally mm-hmm. with hyperbaric, uh, we were doing both. We were treating them all along. This mm-hmm. is not new to us. Brain injury. I've been treating brain injury for last, uh, with hyperbaric for the last uh, 18, 19 years. Brain injury oh, it's is amazing that we've never uh, heard of yeah, it or I mean, anything. All I know is about brain injuries as a layman is that it's still the biggest mystery and there's so little you can do. And, and here's something incredible that's documented. And, and you're, I wouldn't even say your average guy, your educated person doesn't know about it, unless he's in your field. Right. Well, right now, the, one of the big things is with the uh, football players, the uh, CTE, the, uh, the, um, the chronic encephalopathy from the head traumas that our football players mm-hmm. uh, were, uh, have sustained over the years. Uh, I've treated several of our prominent football players have had phenomenal results. Uh, Joe Namath uh, even uh, is a big proponent of hyperbaric therapy. He's he's uh, he's pro- he's promoting hyperbaric therapy for really. The, oh yeah, for, 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 for yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, and we've had some good response with them as well. I, just only because you're talking brain injuries and and I, we didn't mention this one disease, but has this been? Is there any connection between this and Parkinson's? I had an uncle that suffered with Parkinson's very very badly. I actually treated several people with early stages of Parkinson's and have done phenomenally well. Um, there's a few people, I can't mention their names, mm-hmm. in, who, who are prominent in the area who had early stages of Parkinson's, which I did treat with hyperbaric, and they, for, for personal reasons, they did not want to go on pharmaceutical agents that we commonly use. Mm-hmm. And they've done very, very well since then. Wow. Yeah. Because it seems like, you know, for a long time, you know, Michael J. Fox was the only young person with it. But now, I actually have a cousin who I think is too young to have it, and they have it. And suddenly you're reading about it coming earlier where, like I said, in the 80s, or was it the 90s, you know, Michael J. Fox was the youngest person. Oh, my God, how could he have major right. spokesman. Yeah. Right. Now, how, uh, now it seems to be happening to people younger, right. Parkinson's. Right, and multiple sclerosis. I'll tell you, in England, they probably have the largest study on multiple sclerosis uh, responding to hyperbaric therapy. Really, my yes. brother has MS, really? progressive kind. Really, and I've treated many with very good response as well. So that you know, how far once they're past a certain point, does it still help, or is it you got to catch it in the beginning, or? A lot depends on the person. A lot depends okay. on the person. I mean, really, end stage. It's hard for me to tell you the problems. What do you gonna, consider end stage, though? Wheelchair bound, total okay. wheelchair bound, and 
not moving arms and legs type thing. Oh, okay. Well, he you can know? still move his arms and legs, yeah, and he can yeah. stand from the wheelchair to transfer himself. Well, that's that's something that we could discuss later, but it's, oh, wow. it's a possibility. Definitely. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. interesting. That's just, there's yeah. there's got to be so many people, not just watching us because our audience is growing, but still it's a minute little mm -hmm. fraction of a number mm -hmm. that could benefit from this. I mean, I feel like Absolutely. we got to take this show. I mean, this episode and just blast this. Absolutely. You know, like everything we possibly can. Mm. To me, this is amazing. I mean, we're not going to talk about it for another 20 minutes, the miracle you performed for me. We're going to do that at the end. Yes. That had nothing to do with the oxygen therapy. Right. Um, although now I really want to try it and see. I mean, I, I feel like I'm hoarse now. I don't know if you're hearing it, but this is a good two, three months that I'm just, <clears throat> and it just You've doesn't want to go You've been like that for go, several months yeah. now. Yeah, it just it doesn't want to go away. And if you know, a, few, uh, a few sessions in the, in the chamber, um, yeah. Is it is there a certain amount of sessions that you can predict, or is it just kind of based on the individual? You know, like it on really, the certain type of you know disease or injury. It depends on it depends on the the disorder, the magnitude of the disorder, and then it is some personal as well. Yeah. If I have a stroke, if I, if, a, if someone comes to me with a stroke, and they have just a mild weakness of an arm or leg. I know they're going to get better, and I can be more wow. more precise. I can say, look, this is going to take a certain number of treatments, and I and I think you're going to get, you're going to get that back because mild weakness, arm or leg, the tracks, the nerve tracks are still, are still functioning. They just have to be uh, enhanced. Mm -hmm. Okay, someone comes in with zero mobility of an arm or leg. That's rough. That's yeah. rough because now now you're really fighting to get even a little bit back. But you know what? If you get a little bit back, yeah. it's enormous. Like, I've treated yeah. newborn babies. Well, Let's put it this way. I've treated newborn babies who've, who've, who've had some anoxia or lack of oxygenation to the brain. I've treated them, and they were, they were prone, they were, they were destined to be uh, a cerebral palsy-type child. And I've treated them very early for about 20 treatments, maybe 30 treatments, and they went back to their pediatric neurologist and they said the neurology, they were advanced beyond what they should have been. Wow. See, this yeah. just, wow, I mean, this that's amazing. The I mean, lack of oxygen to the mom. I mean, again, uh, my, troubled my experience of this is pure 100% television, okay? Right. Whether it be ER or Chicago, you know, a layman at best. But you see some you know, the lack of oxygen to the mom. Oh, my God, the baby had a lack of, oh, my I, I've been in enough hospitals. I've had enough friends with babies born. I don't remember babies being rushed into a hyperbaric chamber. They don't do it. This is just mm. crazy that they don't do it. So mm. was that at the the parent search that they yes. found you, basically? Yes. You have surprised. to be an advocate. Yeah, you we have always to say be no an advocate. I, I have a, a story of two twin boys born with a genetic disease called Leber's optic neuropathy, which you're born with vision at age 14, you gradually lose vision to the point where you're blind. And you don't go from vision to blind to vision. It's a one-way track. And the two twin boys were rapidly deteriorating to the point where one had no vision. The other one had no vision in one eye and like a keyhole vision amount in the other eye. That, that mother brought the second child, who's three weeks behind his brother, to see me. And I said, look, it's a genetic disease. I don't believe I, I can change your genes, number one. Right. Number two, I, I don't want to guarantee, but we can try. So um, 
It's okay. I said, can't guarantee you. But anyway, long story short, he went from rapid deterioration to plateauing out to not getting worse, to getting better, to the point where when I finished treating him, after I think he had 60 treatments, he had 20-40 vision in both eyes. My gosh. Corrected to 20-20 with contacts. And I have not treated him in eight years. He's not gotten worse. This is amazing. Right. I sent him back to his expert at Emory University who the mother had told them that he was going to have Brackland. The doctor said, don't do it, it'll make him worse. I said, hold on, I can't make him doubly blind. Yeah. <laughs> in, three, in, three week, in three weeks, he's going to be like blind being anyway. pregnant. Yeah, that's, just, right. You, that's right. You're <laughs> not going to be twice <laughs> blind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> pregnant or so um, he, was, he was amazing. That's amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Okay, yeah, I got to do something. Awesome. I know this is not professional, but Sharon, my sister, if you're watching, uh, text me what Joel has. I know this is mm -hmm. terrible to do on mm -hmm. TV, but I'm doing it. My brother-in-law, who I love dearly, is, is you know, has a, a sight problem, and it's getting worse. So maybe he needs to come see you. So I have one more question sure. before you, yes. and then you're going to yes. take over, actually, for the rest of the show. Is there any chance whatsoever, even if it's minuscule, with a, an incredible amount of oxygen, and then you add in a lot of testosterone, that I actually could come out of the chamber like Captain America? <laughs> It's possible, but it is possible. I how, thought you how, wanted how, to be Superman. How, how, how much well, I can't. How I, much that's a different planet. How, Captain America is science. That's possible. How, how much testosterone did, did you say? I need a lot to a be lot. Captain yes. America. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> this all has to change to muscle. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah there is. There's always that possibility. It's well, a lot. There's a small chance I'm doing it. It's a lot of testosterone. Though. Yeah, that's going to be a lot. Yeah. I don't know if my major medical will cover that. Yeah. Oh, you got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have this? When did you get this hyperbaric chamber in your office? Uh, I've had roughly 18 years. Same wow, one. you were Same a pioneer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy mackerel, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was one of the, the early, early proponents of using hyperic therapy on the west coast of Florida. There was someone on the east coast many years before me who was our godfather of hyperbaric for alternative. He, he died about, about four or five years ago. Thank you for not yeah. making me ask. Yeah. Right his, name was Don, his name was Newbauer. Really? Dr. Newbauer, he was, he he was, was a pioneer. pioneer. He was the pioneer. He's, you, know, you know how you tell the pioneers in medicine, don't you? No. The other guys have the arrows in their back. Of course. No, okay. That's so true. That's it. That's, and, you know, it, I you, think you, that's you, so in a lot of things. You, you, you can't go off script. People don't like you going off yeah. script. He did. And he had, he had people didn't like that he went off script. But he had a lot of people who followed him. And he was one of the people you'll follow. That's amazing. Yeah. Now, are there, have, what is the difference, let's say, got to ask, between your 18-year-old hyperbaric chamber and maybe an, a young neurologist that's going to go listen to you and go, I want to do this and buys one today. Has there been improvements? Uh, obviously, there's been expansion in what you use it for. Right. But, I mean, has there been any improvements, I would think? In, in the equipment-wise? Yeah. I would think not. Well, I mean, it's just, bigger. Yeah, now, bigger. Now they're bigger. They're a little more roomier, a little bit more comfortable. One. But the, the, the mechanism of what you're doing is it's, basically yeah. the same. The, the, you know, just make the patient more comfortable while they're just relaxing, watching TV, watching really? movies. That's all, oh, yeah. How long is the session? Uh, anywhere from an hour and 20 minutes to nearly two hours. Now, is this enclosed or is that glass? I haven't even seen it. It's, you're, as I say, you're lying on a stretch enclosed in clear glass. See all the way around you, clear, all the, all the technicians around you. Mm -hmm. And you're watching TV through the glass and sounds piped in. Bring a movie, shove it in there on, outside the chamber and watch a movie, watch TV. I'm bringing Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look at the stock market and get more upset, but no, that's uh, you know things like that. But uh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, are you part of any kind of studies that are going on to be submitted to the FDA? 
There, there are some studies with traumatic brain injury we are, we are running to, yes. So what kind of traumatic brain injury? Is that those people that are coming back from war and stuff? Or? Yes, yes. Okay, so there are doing some studies. So there could be a chance that FDA will approve this for more stuff. Well, TRICARE, actually, TRICARE, it, even though, though hyperactive therapy is not uh, necessarily approved for traumatic brain injury at this point, TRICARE is one that if you are, if you are deemed by your physicians, the VA, to have traumatic brain injury, they will actually cover hyperbaric for traumatic brain injury. Right. And I've treated many of them. They're, they're doing phenomenal. And that's awesome. And TRICARE is the insurance for the VAs. Yes. Oh, for yes. those people that, that don't know that. Yes. <laughs> I, I was just going to ask. What's yes. Yes. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's the type yeah. of insurance yeah. that they have. Yeah. So that's wonderful that they yeah. are, that they do do that. That's fantastic. I. <laughs> I never hear Bill O'Reilly say So I think it's fascinating hearing all these success stories. What other type of stories do you have? Oh, uh, tell us we about your trip to the Mideast. Okay. We have we're still good. Okay. Fifteen yeah. minutes. Okay, but I want to okay. hear that. That that enthralled me. Okay, I uh, will just answer hers. Okay, yeah, okay. Right. Everybody, uh, okay. uh, there's okay. a disease called reflex sympathetic dystrophy, or complex regional syndrome. Is a disorder that occurs if someone has usually after trauma to a limb, to an arm or a leg or someplace like that, or post-surgical, after a surgery. For some reason, there, the, there's an area of the body that becomes swollen, inflamed. It, uh, pain is excruciating. Light touches is just like, like someone's put, uh, touching with razor blades. Uh, they said, and it, and it starts in one part of the body that gets injured and travels through the whole body. It's a possibility. And uh, I, I remember many years treating people for that, he's diagnosing it and sending off to pain management. When pain management doctors, they give a lot of injections and narcotics and whatever, and they don't necessarily get a whole bunch better. Because long story short, I found one patient uh, who was treated for a wound care, for mm -hmm. a non-healing wound, had this disorder. She got 100% better. As well, that's coincidental. And after about two or three of these people similar like that, I called in all my old patients to send away, and they're doing phenomenal. So it's one of these things where I've had patients come in in a wheelchair for five years, treat them for 20 treatments, 30 treatments, and they walk out. That to me wow. is just, yeah. it's got to give yeah. you the chills. It does. It's I'm going to ask you to turn yes. a little this way, because okay. as you've been talking, ah. you've been going okay. further, okay. and a few of our viewers okay. said we want to see more than just <laughs> your side. Uh, that has to, when you yeah. something like that yeah. happens, you just have to, just, you just have to feel so warm and fuzzy all over when somebody comes into you in a wheelchair and then one day walks out. So that's just that, that's the electrifying part of my practice. I love neurology. I've done neuro, I've been practicing neurology for over 30 years, 33 years. But the electric the electrifying part of my practice is hyperbaric because mm -hmm. we see patients who've been told by the experts who you'll never ever 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 get better. Don't even think about doing anything else. You'll never get better, and we treat them and they they're better. This is just incredible. Yeah. yeah. That is this incredible. is like one of yeah. our most fun shows. Absolutely, it's really I never knew about When I first met, I met you, I saw an article in one of your examination right. rooms yeah. that talked about a trip over to see a Saudi king or prince. Prince. And you cured them of their migraines. No, it wasn't my grade. No, no, what was it? No. <laughs> no. Did he give do? you an oil well? <laughs> was anything involved? No, no, no. I still fill up at the gas station. Yeah. Now, but but uh, uh, no, was, the story was one uh, a Saudi prince... Uh, his daughter, Princess, uh, attempted suicide, oh. and uh, it was probably the second time she tried, and she was unsuccessful, but came real close. So she had major brain injury, 
and anoxic brain injury, as we said before. She right. heart stopped, they resuscitated her, she, she was not doing well. And in Saudi Arabia, the, the, you know, in the United States, someone who looked like her, they would say, well, they're brain dead, therefore we shut off the ventilator. That's in the story. Oh, wow. In Saudi Arabia, it's the heart that is more important. The okay. brain could be dead, but if the heart's beating, we don't shut her off. So they, they found out about hyperbaric therapy. They had actually called Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic first, but they didn't send anybody over to take a look. But then I was requested with another neurologist to go over and examine and to treat. And uh, eventually we went over, did go over there, and we started treatment, and she is improving. I'm not going to say she woke up from the coma as well, but uh, 100%, but she's continuing to improve based on hyperbaric therapy that she's That's getting. incredible. Yes. That, and I she mean, was classified brain dead? Oh, she's, yeah, she's brain dead. Holy man. And now there's actual there's, there's, energy, there's, there's action in the brain. Yes, yes. Yes. That, that, that to that, me is just, that, you know. That, that, that's, that's a neat story. That's a neat story. How long were you over there? Uh, for about a week. What is it like there? I've never been to the Mideast. Hot. Yeah. It's a desert. <laughs> go figure. Yeah, yeah, go figure. 128 degrees. Oh, my gosh. 128? Yes. Holy yes, mackerel, yeah, that is yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. Uh, well, we have approximately about 10 minutes left. I want to spend... Do, did you have any more questions? I want to end, like, at about 5, mm -hmm. 2, because um, we're going to talk about next week's guests. Um, but what else, do you have any other questions? Not right now. All right, well, I always you know, like hearing the stories. I, I think they're fascinating. Um, first, I've got to thank you for being here. Thank Second, you, I have to, you know, for everybody that knows me, of which there's, you know, a, a small amount of the 20-plus thousand people that watch us know me, knows that I've been suffering with migraine headaches since I'm 12, and I am now 60, although I hate to say my age, uh, until about five and a half years ago when I met you, and I haven't had a migraine headache in five and a half years. Well. Um, so we, we were talking about how great you are with your hyperbaric oxygen therapy, but as a, a, a neurologist, I mean, these were headaches. I, it always drives me crazy when somebody says, I have a migraine. What are you doing now? I'm going to work. When I have a migraine, I'm in my closet because I need darkness. I'm throwing up for 24 hours, or I'm in an emergency room with an IV. And this was three to four times a year for roughly from I was 12 years old till I guess 54 till I met you. And uh, I haven't had a migraine headache in almost six years. Thank you very much. Well, thank, thank you. you. My that's, a, that's a life thank changer you. for me. Thank uh, you. Because that took two, three days out of my life. And for those people that really suffer with real migraines, um, you know, if God would have come in front of me in the middle of my migraine and say, I'll give you two broken legs, but I'll take away the migraine. I would take the two broken legs, um, even though that would take 12 weeks to heal yeah, right. rather than go through that two-day migraine. Yeah. So you, you were definitely a life changer for me. Um, can we, John? I know I gave it to you very late. No big deal if we can't. Can we throw up uh, the doctor's website? All righty. It's behind us already. Am Look I in at the that. way? No, you're not in the way. Um, so this is what they can see on the screen at home, um, as you can see. Uh, please go to the doctor's website if you suffer either for what were mine, like complex migraines, whether they were the life killers like mine or just normal headaches. You were telling me when I was in before the holidays how many people say to you, oh, I'm much better. I still have my normal headache right. because they think that's part of life. Um, that, that's just amazing to me. Uh, but actually, uh, again, anywhere in the Tampa Bay area, uh, to me, if you had to get on a plane to come see this man, uh, to do what he can do, whether it's the hyperbaric oxygen therapy or not, or just as, as neurology 
practice. Got to come see this man. Also, great people in your office that we have to uh, give you. a shout out to. That's a nice staff that you Thank have. Thank you very much. Um, well, I hope you tell your brother about this. I'm yeah. going to tell my brother-in-law about this. Uh, this was really, uh, I say this a lot in the beginning, and I didn't. You know, this is 62 who knew, you know, at its best. Quality of life, a, a higher quality of life. But um, you took it past that. I mean, people with brain injury, crushed bones, um, the, the, the incredible men and women coming back from Iran or Iraq or Afghanistan. They deserve it, though. No, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah they deserve it. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Everything. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a, incredible. So um, in the next couple of few weeks, um, we're going to have some great guests. We are bringing back on uh, Mr. Mark Goldberg, which is uh, one of the leading uh, national long-term care insurance experts. We're bringing on uh, some more annuity experts. We're bringing on a Social Security expert. There is going to be a tremendous amount having in 62 Who Knew. Uh, the new website is not ready yet. It is behind, but I have a meeting on that. Three, tomorrow. Three o'clock tomorrow. So we're going to get that new website up, of which I hope we will have uh, a link, really, to this. Thank you. So if anybody wants to hear about it, uh, they can go. This will be one of the things on the new website. John, about how much time do we have left? Oh, only three minutes. All right. Well, in that three minutes, do you have anything you want to report? No. No, am I going to do anything you want to report? Do you have doing no. anything locally? Um, any, okay. Well, then we're going to have an incredibly self-serving three minutes, um, which is the fun <laughs> of being the host of the show. Oh, wrong camera. This camera? This camera. Uh, tomorrow, uh, on Thursday, uh, Nada and I will be at an incredible Tampa event called Game On. Uh, that has uh, been given by uh, Mr. David Cribbs. Uh, this is the second annual Game On. We have more than 200 professional real estate agents uh, in Tampa coming to it. Where is it? Dave and Buster's? Dave and Buster's. Dean and Jerry. What is it? Dave and, Dave and Buster's. Dave Laurel and Hardy. Dave and Buster's in Tampa. An incredible place. You wouldn't think it's an incredible place for a realtor trade show, but it is. Staggering room, gourmet food. And if you're a real estate agent uh, and you don't have tickets to Game On, there may be a few left. It's this Thursday morning um, from 9 to 1. There's an incredible after party uh, in Tampa after that. Uh, but if you're a realtor anywhere in the Tampa Bay area, the, the guest speakers, um, the vendors that are there, uh, we will be the only mortgage company there, Professional Mortgage Alliance. Thank you very much for that, David. That's the only one that needs to be there. That's the only one, yes, that needs to be there. Um, what else is uh, happening? What are we doing uh, on the... 28th the and 29th. On the 28th and 29th, uh, I will be speaking at the uh, Central Florida, which is Orlando, FPA, Financial Planning Association of Florida, which is one of the, if not the largest, financial planning associations in Florida, where I'll be introducing uh, Professional Mortgage Alliance's Blue Ocean strategy of bringing financial planners and financial advisors of all type actually into the mortgage business, licensing them. They already take care of their clients' financial needs in all ways, but very few financial advisors actually take care of their clients' mortgage needs for their residents, their true second homes, their vacation homes, their investment homes, apartment complexes. It's just amazing how a financial planner does not get involved uh, most of the time with their client's largest asset, and most of the time that same largest asset can also be their largest liability. Um, so. Uh, if you are interested, if you're a financial planner out there watching us and you are interested in having a full menu of mortgage products uh, for yourself from Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA, 30-year, 15-year, VA loans, of course. We're a VA lender and we love taking care of our veterans. Uh, the newly restructured over the last few years, reverse mortgage to help people 62 years old and above 
Here we are in Florida in the retirement capital of the country. I've said this before, people don't believe it, but the average age of a person in Florida is roughly about 112, I think. It's right. <laughs> is that right around that? Yeah, close. A lot of children in Florida actually qualify for a reverse mortgage. It's, it's amazing. It's a fantastic field. If you are a financial planner and interested in offering an entire menu of mortgage products uh, to your past, present, and future client base, uh, please contact me at mbanner at 62whonew.com, or you can contact me um, through the mortgage company at mbanner at pmanow.com. Next week, our guest is uh, one of the, the... Next week, our guest is, um, again, Mr. Mark Goldberg, a national long-term care expert, and uh, we learned so much the first two times he was on with us. It was two of our most popular shows, and uh, that's what we're going to be doing next week. Hopefully, we can take you and show you our new website next week. That'll be the first time we do that, I hope, maybe the week after. So again, thank you thank for being you. my co-hosts. Thank you. I know. I still got about 40 seconds left. Did I tell you about our cups? Yeah, I think I did I should that. tell a joke. No, you, oh, really? Do you want to? Sure, why yeah, not? We got 30 seconds. Left. No, I said, why don't you oh, tell no, a I joke? I thought you said I should. I thought you know. We're not going <laughs> to do that. We'll bring G. David back, and we'll have a, a funny episode. Um, wrong camera, he said. Okay, wrong camera. Okay, we got 10 <laughs> seconds left. Thank you so much for being here. I really and truly, this show just touched people's lives. Thank you. Will you come back? Absolutely. All righty. Thank you. See you next week. I'll say Happy New Year throughout the month of January. Bye.